0: hey story family welcome to the story at home this is your host giovanna huffman for the next eight weeks we're asking members of the story community to tell us their favorite bible story and how that story inspired them to follow jesus let's get started with today's episode welcome to another episode of the story at home it's pastor kale with you today and we are continuing this season on sharing our favorite stories in the Bible. So I'm I'm excited today. I'm joined by my friend and leader out at the Stories Timber Grove campus. His name's Kit Pfeiffer. Kit, thanks for joining me today, buddy. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. So so Kit and I we're gonna be talking about this incredible story of Jonah and how this story is about so much more than the Sunday school lesson about some guy getting swallowed up by a whale. So this story, it's, it's been really transformational um, in each of our lives in really specific ways, and we're excited to, to share that impact with you today. Can, can you read for us these first three verses of Jonah? This is Jonah chapter 1, verses 1 through 3.
1: Absolutely. The word of the Lord came to Jonah, son of Amittai, Go to the great city of Nineveh and preach against it, because its wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah ran away from the Lord and headed to Tarshish. He went down to Joppa, where he found a ship bound for that port. After paying the fare, he went aboard and sailed to Tarshish to flee from the Lord. This is really the heart of the story of Jonah. It's all about fleeing from the Lord. It's about running away from God's calling. And that really resonates with me, and I think all of us can think of at least one example where we probably knew what God's desire for us was, but we chose to run away instead. It's also pretty easy to roll our eyes at Jonah a little because God so clearly told him exactly what to do. I mean, how could you ignore that? But if I'm honest with myself, although he hasn't come to me in a grand vision like the prophets, God has been pretty clear through my experience, through scripture, and through prayer about his calling for my life. But I really feel for Jonah because boy is attempting to run the other direction sometimes.
0: Yeah, and when you say God's been clear about his calling for your life, what exactly do you mean by that?
1: Yeah, I think of, you know, one of Jesus' final commandments was, you know, go and make disciples. And I think for me and so many of us, the easiest and best way to do that is to use the God-given gifts that we have in the most authentic way possible.
0: But it's challenging. It's certainly easy to board a ship and go the other way. That's right. I've, uh, I've definitely ran away from God throughout my life as well. And, and, and I don't know about you, but I even got really creative in how I ran away from God. I, I justified it as, as being practical or, or being smart or, or even being safe. But the thing that, that God, he just keeps teaching me is that if I'm running away from something then I must be running towards something. And and every time that I ran away from God, I was always running to something that was more comfortable. It it, it was comfort that I was running to. That was my idol. It it was comfort. And and that's why I resonate so much with Jonah as well. Look, Jonah ran away from God and he went out on a cruise, right? He he went and, and sailed to Tarshish. And the thing about this city Right, the city of Tarshish, it isn't just the fact that it was this beautiful, exotic destination, probably had incredible beaches, but it was the absolute furthest place from where God wanted him to be. I looked at the map, it's about 2,500 miles away from where Jonah lived, and here's the thing, Nineveh, the place where God wanted Jonah to go, it's only about 500 miles away. And most of the time, God is calling us to the place where we already are. Jonah, he, he had to put more effort into being disobedient to God than to actually listening to him. And how many of us operate like that? How many of us run away as far as we can from the conviction that God lays on our hearts? That, that it'll be fine because it'll be out of sight, out of mind. We'd rather have a comfortable, lukewarm lullaby that rocks us to sleep with a pacifier in our mouth than share the gospel with our neighbors. Jonah, he's teaching us not to be content in our complacency. And look, that's just the first three verses, right? I mean, I could talk about Jonah all day, but but you mentioned something that I want to circle back to. You mentioned earlier about, about how you really resonate with the heart of the story of Jonah. And And we talked offline about about how personal this story is to you, about how personal, really, this prayer that Jonah prays is to you. And and Kit, can you you share a little bit more about that? Yeah. Um,
1: One of the really striking things about the story of Jonah is how he wants to die at least three separate times in one of the shortest books of the Bible. Twice he asks God to kill him, and once he actually has himself thrown from a ship in the middle of a terrible storm. This is where the fish comes in and God saved Jonah from the sea. But before Jonah is out of the belly of the beast, literally and figuratively, he prays to God. And it's this prayer that gets really personal to me. In the beginning of it, um, Jonah says in chapter two, verse two, from deep in the realm of the dead, I called for help and you listened to my cry. It's really that verb, listened, that is so powerful. You know, okay, i I could tell stories of very close friends I've had tell me about their depression, their suicide ideation, their attempts to complete suicide, and how sitting with them during those times and listening to their stories was so meaningful. But that's not the whole truth. The truth is, I mean, I've been where Jonah's been. I know what it feels like to be deep in the realm of the dead. I've told God I wanted it to all stop. And what I wanted in those moments was for so many things about me and about my life and about the world to change. But what I needed, what sustained me in those moments, what got me through, was just being heard, was being seen, was for someone to listen to the cries of my heart, especially when I didn't know what words to use and when I didn't want to tell anybody else. You know, it's so easy to get tripped up in these conversations and with subjects because we tend to think of depression and suicide like a light switch, either on or off. But the truth is that they're journeys, they're paths with different people at different steps along the way. And regardless of where someone is or has been on those paths, Jonas teaches us that God is always there. God always listens. Every cry for help is heard. As Jonah says later in the prayer, um, in chapter 2, verse 7, when my life was slipping away, I remembered you. And in your holy temple, you heard my prayer. And that's the other reason the story of Jonah is so important to me. It shows how faithful God is. The book doesn't provide a nice and neat little ending with God and Jonah, but God is faithful through it all. He is true to his word. He protects his children. He shows mercy to sinners, and he delivers friend and foe alike. So when I read this book, it stirs up that knowledge that even when you're disobedient to his call, when you don't want his mercy to extend to even our toughest enemies, and when you'd rather die than keep going, God is still faithful. He is still merciful, and he will. Always hear your prayer,
0: Amen. Right, God, God is faithful. Um, I'm thankful for you sharing that today. the uh, The story of Jonah, it's so much more than a guy being swallowed by a whale. It's so much more than that. And, and so, this is what what I what what we want you to do today. Read this story for yourself. Like Kit just said, it's one of the shortest books in the Bible. So get out your Bible. Get out your Bible app and read it. Stop running away from reading your Bible. Stop running to, to a podcast or, or to Netflix or to anything else that puts you to sleep. Wake up and run to God's word today. There, there's real life waiting for you right now. Today, he wants to speak to you. Read the story of Jonah. Open up your Bibles. It'll only take you about 15 minutes and hear God speak. I promise you, it will be an investment that's worth it. Thanks for joining us today. And remember, church isn't a building that we go to. It's a family we belong to. Love you guys.